There is this great temptation when it comes to reading or comprehending sacred scriptures as the scripture, the text, being applied only to the people of the time. And that the reason why the church keeps these writings and puts them in the Bible, it's so that we can have something to meditate, something to pray, something to really reflect on. But that's not the reality of sacred scriptures. Just as it was important and relevant to the people at the time, it's very relevant to us today. In the first reading, taken from the book of Isaiah, we have this prophecy. This particular section of the book of Isaiah is known as the apocalyptic or the revelation of Isaiah because of its eschatological language. It talks about the ends of times. But in this very particular section, there is hope. And Isaiah tells us that the day will come where the veil that covers all nations will be taken up. What veil is he talking about? Well, of course, it's the veil of sin. All humanity is veiled by sin. And what's the consequence of sin? Death. Sometimes it is physical death. Other times it is spiritual death. Both are very concerning. But what is sin? If the consequence is death, then we know it's something intrinsically evil. Well, sin, I've told you before, sin is doing our will rather than God's will. Sin is saying no to the invitation of God to be the best version of ourselves. Notice how in the gospel, this beautiful parable, it's one of the most sophisticated parables that we can find in the gospel of St. Matthew. How persistent is this king that he summons the, 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 those he invited a second time. He says, tell them everything is ready. Tell them the banquet is ready. All they have to do is show up. The people in this parable, those who were invited, found excuses not to go. Some went back to work. Some were doing their own thing. And they didn't go. And of course, the king gets upset. And then he extends the invitation to everybody else. And Matthew tells us that the invitation is extended to the good and the bad alike. We'll get to that in a minute. And we can think to ourselves, why is it that these people did not take up on the invitation? Well, the same thing we can say about the people that even after COVID are still not back at mass. They're back at work. They're doing their shopping. They're doing their Thanksgiving dinner. But no, 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 no. Church, too many people. They're refusing that invitation. Just as how this parable applied to the people of the time, it applies to us. We are the people that at times refuse the invitation. And I know what you're probably thinking. Well, Father, that doesn't apply to me because I'm here. Absolutely. You're here. And that's great. 
That's the initial step. God extends his invitation to all of us. And what's the invitation? To feast with him. We notice how there is food around this parable. It's a banquet. That's the context of the parable. And it's a wedding. This nuptial text, of course, represents the love that God has for us the love that Jesus has for his church, and the love that his church, meaning us, are to respond to. The invitation is to show up. Notice also in the parable, there was a person not dressed in a wedding garment. And many biblical scholars have argued about this. Well, what is this garment? Many historians have said, well, Yeah, when you go to a wedding, you have to look presentable. But there's not a particular attire for a wedding. So what is Jesus talking about here? Well, that attire, that garment, is disposition. Like I said, you're here. But is your heart really here? Is your disposition to receive the love of God really present in your hearts? That's a question that you can only answer to yourselves. You're here physically, but mentally and spiritually, are you here? You've answered to that invitation. Are you wearing the wedding garment? Are you properly disposed to what God wants to give you? Because everything that we hear at Mass, what we consume when we receive the Eucharist, we are to conform our lives to that. Is it easy? Heck no, it isn't. It's very difficult. I tell you that as a fellow sinner. It's difficult to do the will of God. It's difficult to embrace that invitation and be properly disposed to what God wants to give us but he gives us what we need in order to receive that invitation. You did the first part already, which is be here. Open your hearts for that banquet. Whatever struggle you are going through, know that Jesus is aware of it. Surrender it to him and he will take care of it. Always keep in mind that all are invited. All. Jesus invites all of us. But we just heard in this parable that not everybody accepts that invitation. You have accepted that invitation. What's the next step? This is another question that you can only answer to yourself. You're already here you're hearing this homily, what's the next step? Because many are called, but few are chosen. 